Hey, welcome to episode. Let me try that again. Don't you fucking dare. <laughs> I, thought, I thought we already had our intro, but now, now we really have our intro. Oh, man. Okay, here we go. Hey, welcome to episode 176 of Frenzy Gamer. I'm Nick. I'm here with Paul. Hey. And Blake. Hey. Hi, guys. How's it, do- how's it going? Good. Pretty good. How good. you doing, Nick? I'm all right. Um, Blake had an idea for this episode, and that is we start with questions. Yep. Because what usually happens is we struggle to find something to talk about for five minutes, then we go way off topic for about 55 minutes, mm. and then we wrap things up, and we say, oh, we've got some questions, but we won't read them. Yep. <laughs> so we have a backlog of questions going back probably like two years. Yeah, look, I think we've gotten through a lot of them. Well, um, I also just gave up on some of them. Yeah, he did. He did give up. Uh, okay, uh, we'll start with this. This is a very recent one. This is from uh, Wiggywig. Uh, says, I know I'm late to the party, but I think Nick is ignoring where Elden Ring is coming from. While I agree you can judge and review it uh, in on itself and have valid criticisms, but uh, some... But in some aspects, it can also be ignorant. The quests are the way they are because you're not supposed to figure it out by yourself. It is one big treasure hunt for the whole Souls community and have to be cryptic and random or more, to more or less guarantee that you need thousands of people collaborating and sticking their heads together. What Nick calls bad game design is, in my opinion, a different philosophy he just does not agree with and one he, does not, he did not participate in since the beginning with Dark Souls, I would assume. Also, you can join an online group using a password, which filters all the messages to be only from this group. So you can join a group that doesn't have does not post four hundred times the same joke. I didn't know that last part. That's interesting. I knew that last part. I don't know I... why you would. I want that same joke four hundred times. I mean, it's the meme, right? Yeah. And you got to add to it. You got to also put dog here. Oh yes. As well. So okay, let's talk about this. Those two concepts run contrary to each other, right? You well, can you it's... can eliminate the community. Mm-hmm. But also, it's designed around having well, having the. Okay, community. it's eliminating the masses, but it's like you're joining a smaller community. Sure. Okay. Um, but it has to be a community. It's, it's password filtered, so you have to know the community. Mm. So you have to already be part of the community to actually mm-hmm. do it. That's fine. Um, let's talk a little bit about the quests being the way they are because you're not supposed to figure it out by yourself. That is fine. Look, there are. There are lots of things that run on this concept. Any, if you've played any ARG mm. on mm-hmm, the web, mm-hmm. on the internet, like an alternate reality game where, uh, or augmented reality game where you are um, uh, solving these cryptic clues and going through, filtering through data and like doing all these crazy things, trying to solve some big elaborate puzzle. Those run on that concept. The problem is, those have a logic to them, and. I don't think a lot of Elden Ring's quests have a logic to them. And they are also punishing if you uh, don't hardcore follow the quest Mm. uh, to its end uh, while sacrificing everything else. By that I mean, uh, take, there's uh, the the Rani quest line. Mm -hmm. There's the magic mage lady. um, And if you don't like exclusively do all the elements of those of that quest before like progressing through the game. One of the NPCs involved in that quest line just mm. dies. But does that matter? Yeah. Like why? Because then you literally you get some item or something. But yes. like the game shouldn't be built around you need this one item to to get through it. Like it's literally not <laughs> built that way. Okay. Okay. Sure. <laughs> sure. Okay. Um. Let's say you're playing a game where you've got a build. Yeah. And the build revolves around an item. Or it's it's a very specific build. Yeah. You're, you're a spellcaster. Well, now, yeah, but you're now a you're a spellcaster and you deal spell damage, okay? Yeah. So, and there's like, uh, there's not that many trinkets that like increase your spell damage. Mm. Um, but there's one. There's like a pretty good one. Yeah. It's like, in fact, you could argue it's like the best one. It's, let's, let's call it like a scorpion. Like a magic scorpion. Okay. Right? Um, and let's say the only source of that item is this NPC. Mm-hmm. And then I say that NPC dies if you don't do the thing, mm-hmm. and then you just can't get that item. But you can still beat the game. You can still beat yeah. the game, but you literally cannot get like that item. 
Now that's but that's if you fine. didn't know that's about that, what you don't know what you okay, you're, sure. you're missing out on. Sure. Um, is that good? I mean, it it this is a point of view, I suppose. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like if you if you're, if you're a completionist, fine. here's um, Final Fantasy Nine <laughs> had a thing where the best weapon in the game. Yeah. Uh, for I think his name is Steiner. Yeah. Okay. Knight character. Yeah. Or, or maybe Freya, the like weird, I don't know, mouse lady. I don't know what she was, but. There's, you know, one of the best weapons for one of the best, one of the characters. Mm. You can only get it if you got to the end of the game within eight hours. Hmm. <laughs> speed run the game. <laughs> well, that seems foolish to me. Oh, very interesting. Interesting. But you didn't know about it. <laughs> What's with this tone? <laughs> it's, it's the same thing, Blake. It's the Funny, same thing. games have it's, quite a lot of stuff you can just straight miss. Huh? Final Fantasy games have a lot sure, of stuff yes, you can yes. just miss. Final Fantasy X, uh, one of the best weapons. You have to not open certain chests. Huh. <laughs> okay. uh-huh. Oh, that one's ruthless. Yeah. Um, uh, but, oh, yeah oh, sorry, game, that, game, is, that, is that not a cool, is that no, not a good can, game design? You can still. You can, you can just not fine. know about it. Do you understand? <laughs> Do you see the problem now? It's the, it's the same It's the same design decisions coming from different angles, mm. right? It is. Yeah, it is. It is. The, a very, very good thing for your character. Yeah. Which you can completely miss out on. Um, completely ignorant. Yeah. Through normal gameplay. Yeah. To the point where, uh, oh, it took you 120 hours to mm-hmm. get to this point. Sorry. Start again. I still think it's more like, it's just a point of view, really. Like, it, it, oh, it, sure, it really sure, does. Sure, like, sure, sure, sure. You can have a game that's I, like, I, just, you, can, there's, you can have a game where there's like, um, like a peripheral, you plug it into your PC, and it stubs your toe every five minutes. <laughs> and I mean, you, and you know what? That makes the game harder. Have you not yeah. been playing Stubby Toey? <laughs> yeah. Well, look, I mean, some Dark Souls players it gets really would good. do that. It gets really good after like a thousand hours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. But, but really, um, I, I do kind of feel like with oh, look, Dark Souls, it's a different point of view. Like you are kind of okay like for me anyway i'm okay exploring that world and finding things and if i miss out on like the best weapon for my build i'm okay with it you know it just is part of the journey sure sure sure. now let's say but if you're min maxing yeah okay but then you'd look it up anyway and that because you don't really care about the journey you care about min maxing okay now let's 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 put this in in context okay yeah you're doing a quest line Mm. you don't know about the you're just enjoying the quest. Yeah. But the quests are, don't give you a lot of direction. In fact, they give you um, sort of negative clues where like, okay, you go, to a, you go to a location, you find like a doll. In order to progress the quest, you have to talk to the doll. Yeah. At a specific uh, site of grace. Three times. Yep. Before it will respond yep. to you. Okay. This is how this quest works. This is literally, you have to do these things for mm. the quest to progress. Mm-hmm. Let's say... You talk to this. You talk to the doll once at that side of grace, and you get the the, the ellipsis. Mm-hmm. You don't realize you have to talk to it again, and then again, mm. getting the same response before mm. it will actually progress the quest. So let's let's just assume you think you've done the right thing, mm-hmm. or you think you've done the wrong thing. Either way, you move on. Yeah. Um, but you are trying to complete this quest. I don't. What I don't, what, I, what is what is your option here? The thing is, I don't disagree with you about okay. the, like, convolutedness of some of their quests. Okay. Like, we've had the crouch down to be an egg conversation for so, <laughs> for so many years now. Even that, even that is, I would say, better because it's kind of meant to well, be it gives, a Well, at least the thing is, it gives you a... It gives you a prompt. A prompt. It's, it's, it's meant to be, like, a thing you find mm. and stumble across as opposed to a thing but, you have to redundantly try multiple times to progress. Yeah, no, I... Now, let's say there's a wall. There's a wall you have to hit a hundred times. And then on the other side is a secret. Well, I have heard about that wall because I told you about that wall. times. Apparently, that is actually a bug. <laughs> but how can you tell? How can you... What's <laughs> that, the difference? that's the thing. Is that... Is <laughs> that, if, if was that was a Because... I don't know. This is what... Last last thing I heard about it was that it was a bug. Oh, okay. Um, but, but, then, but then the thing is, Dark Souls is so ridiculous like that that people just accept it yep this is also why because i I was playing when that was found yeah and then all of a sudden 
It was everyone trying to hit every wall I know. 50 times. I mean, it was already bad enough, now, right? Yeah. With like the hidden walls, let's you just say, hit every wall. Now, let's say there's a chest in the game where if you if you don't get it early on, mm. and then you you there's like you ignore that chest. Yeah. And then you come back 100 hours later, mm-hmm. and it's the best weapon in the game. Yeah. Is that cool? I mean, maybe. I like I, the thing is I think I like secrets and I like there yeah. being weird things. Yeah, I even more like that it takes a lot of people to figure it out. I or, or multiple I, playthroughs look, or like that it, it just creates these weird stories. Some like we're still talking about it, right? Th- Whether you like it or not, it becomes like a. I w- oh boy, I wish I could stop talking. About it. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it's it's gotta be your favorite. It really isn't. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I agree. I like games with quirky little secrets. You know, Super Mario Brothers three uh, has mm. like you duck down on the on the white blocks and you get to there's mm-hmm. a warp whistle. You know that's cool. Mm. Um, Mario RPG, there are secret bosses and lots of weird little quirky things. Where if you revisit places, there's like a whole little quest line to unlock a casino where you get a uh, ultimately after like two or three hours of gameplay a crummy item, <laughs> right? Like there's lots and lots and lots of little things and lots of cool games that designers put in there and game developers put in there um, that are not meant to really be found by the masses. Mm. That's fine. The problem is that's all of Elden Ring. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They've just fully gone. Yeah. So what it, but the pro as a result, it feels disjointed. It feels incongruous. It feels like at, at no point when I keep in mind, I played through all of Elden. I beat Elden Ring. I did mm. like lots and lots of the side bosses. Like I, 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 I started a new game plus mm. I got like halfway through that. So I played a lot of Elden Ring mm-hmm. at no point. Did I feel like I was doing a good job and I beat the game. Okay, and the reason is, it was designed to f- to to make you feel bad most of the time. It, makes, it kills you from out of nowhere all yeah. the time. It uh, hides tons of information from you. It makes you Google. It makes you. But that's the thing is, like, I comb through lots of stupid jokes. To I actually don't make progress. I don't agree with the googling. Okay. Like I know, okay, how would you and play that game without googling? I did play that game without googling. How did you beat it? No, oh, but no. I had a great time because mm. I. The thing with those games is that I, I value the journey through them more than like the partial journey. Let's just <laughs> the partial journey the, the what? until I feel like I've journeyed twenty percent journey. <laughs> if that, <laughs> uh, I, you know, it's a. <laughs> <laughs> it's a delicious meal and I feel like I've eaten enough you know it's still delicious it's still a good time you made your own wing condition good question are you going to play the DLC man I I don't think you can I'm pretty sure you have to get a lot farther it does, it does make me want to go back and start playing it again well, that's why I was wondering I but was it, wondering if that would hey, you suck know you back into I'm not gonna <laughs> <laughs> I decided pretty early on I don't need more of this <laughs> oh, man. um while you're talking about saying like uh uh about uh well okay so dark souls has this uh, dark souls and elden ring has this vibe that i think the convolutedness of of these things uh-huh. um and because i'd played other dark souls games this is that whole cult thing is that uh i knew what i was getting into okay right sure. and i i do and so i knew much what i was so, getting into as well this but, is, but so clear. much so that you know, you're when you're making a character and you're presented with like items. Yeah. Like, what's your first item? You have a existential crisis because, like, you one have the, one of the options is no item. Yeah, because and it doesn't do because it. you doesn't, know no benefit to because that. the thing is you or is there? I don't know because no. you know you know the way these games work is that what you pick, like, could have massive ramifications and they don't. There's no way to tell <laughs> at all. There's zero way to tell uh-huh. if anything that you pick at the start is going to be, like, the greatest thing or just complete trash, hey, you know? You know what? Baldur's Gate 3 does the same thing, right? You you can pick a class, and then you can pick a spec, and you can make lots of decisions early on mm. that will affect the rest of your game. The thing is, those decisions all have some sort of logical follow-through. Yeah. yeah. That is I'm, not true for Elden Ring. I, yeah, it I is, know. It is just random. It is, like... Oh, you thought you were doing the right thing? Oh, we're just going to kill an NPC yep. now. Yep. Oh, that's that, But that has been my experience through every Dark Souls game. 
Dark Souls One. There's like the main. But that doesn't make it good. <laughs> it makes point. it makes it it makes it feel. To me, it makes it feel real. Like in in the real world. <laughs> in the real world, I don't know what some other NPC is doing. Just referring no. to real people as NPCs. No, no, no. At least you get to make the choice. Okay, okay. No, if we're gonna use the real world as an analogy, <laughs> yeah, it's like. Uh, actually, I'm going to get my coffee uh, half an hour earlier, and then uh, then Jonathan dies in his office, and you don't know why, but some some. But there was a reason. There would have been a reason somewhere that you just didn't know about, and no one tells you. No one you tells you. Around. Yeah, there's no clues. <laughs> Guess what? I don't know what's going on in Jonathan's life. <laughs> So I don't know what's going on with these NPCs either in these games. Is that realistic though? Is to that, me, it is. is. Real life. Okay. So, so I want, I want to, I want to, I want to crystallize what's happening here. You're saying if you went to get coffee half an hour earlier, yeah, and someone died in the office, you'd be like, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> I did know, something different. And you, then, you would know for next time. Though. Yeah, I would, I would know for next time. You get plus. Well, I would the next day. I would get. Um, coffee uh, at the two, regular two, time the, no two hours later and then see who dies there <laughs> oh but here's the thing is like now the coffee store is is in a new location uh and it doesn't and tell you where it is invisible yeah it's actually it's behind a wall yeah. you have to hit the wall 50 times <laughs> and to get the coffee you have to kill the npc yeah yeah and then you have to crouch down in a ball for oh my this look i i understand the context. Mm. I, I am not. I don't live in a vacuum. The truth is, I understand these games are designed to be like this. What I'm saying is, these are not good design decisions, in my opinion. They are. They are um, design decisions that benefit only the first wave of players. How if, if how, I go how... back, if if I played the original Demon Souls, yeah, which is the framework on which all of these games are built. Mm. I went back and played that on PlayStation 3. Yeah. I don't think it would be the same experience for, as people who played it the month of launch. Sure. And I don't think it would be a good But why, why do you think that? Because why do you think it wouldn't be the same? If you've never played it and don't, don't know any... Because I wouldn't have, for example, the community clues. Right. And I would yeah, have yeah. very easy access yeah. to Googling all the answers. Yeah, but I mean, don't, don't Google. Don't Google. Okay, so then what, in the moment. I just stumble through? Yes. Uh, <laughs> yes. Then, then, then nothing makes sense is what I'm saying. Like, like this is this is what I'm getting at is like the the structure of the game, mm. the philosophy that's that behind the game is reliant on a community existing at a point in time. Yeah. Yes, and making and making decisions about what they um, amplify mm. because it's also vote based, yep. right? Yep. Mm -hmm. So very good, valid clues can be hidden, and you'll see a lot of people saying "jump off the cliff," mm. and that is not. Maybe that's what the developer intended. I mean, sometimes there probably is probably not. Sometimes there is stuff down the cliff. Sometimes there yeah, is. One times out of ten, most there is. The time. Yeah, <laughs> nine times most out of ten, you, die, <laughs> you have to get your souls yeah, back. Yeah, it's 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 the. I guess it's the it's the it's the nexus of these community mechanics that are sort of reliant on a community being truthful mm. or or you understanding that they're not being truthful. Yeah. Um, so these elements. Um, and the game being designed around not giving the player enough information, so it's actually the community kind of fumbling through. Mm. And then on top of that, the actual game mechanics are extremely punishing mm -hmm. for moments where you fall prey to the community doing a funny little joke. Mm. Ah, you jumped off the cliff, you lose your souls, and by the way, that dragon is still alive, so you're going to have a real hard time getting it. Yep. So it's it's these, next, these combinations of things. Oh, and also... Uh, you made bad build decisions. So um, every point to try and make your yep. build better is going to be more expensive for you. Yep. All, of, all of these errors compound. And then they are amplified by the community. And they are amplified by the game design decisions. That's my philosophy. Mm. Their philosophy. Like, I don't like it. <laughs> I, I do agree that the uh, community aspect of it is a massive part of that game. Yeah. Because I, I think I might have mentioned this before. A friend of mine, uh, we were both playing Dark Souls 3, but he yeah. pirated it. Uh -huh. uh, so he didn't have access to the community. Yeah. And it was just, it was a very different game. Yeah. 
you know. You can turn off the the. You can, and it feels weird to me. It makes the world feel, I don't know, less empty. Empty, yeah. And you know why that is? Because it is empty. Yeah, I know. There's like ten NPCs. Like I literally know that, but having all those, (laughs) having that community aspect and seeing the ghosts of people running around every once in a while, seeing all the blood splats, all the messages, you feel like you are. You are part of this community. And it's one of, like, that whole thing was one of the most interesting, because I hadn't played other, I'd only played a little bit of um, Bloodmourne, but I didn't know how to play Dark Souls games at all. Mm. And I was running around trying to kill everything, so I didn't make it very far. Mm. I got stuck on one puzzle, I think. Um, But Elden Ring, like, that whole thing where there's all these messages and you get to see the blood splatters and... Mm. It was unique. Yeah. Like the blood splats, I, I the shit out of it. really like. Especially the blood splats, because it's like you see blood splats up ahead and you're like, oh my God. Oh, what's going to happen? What, what is this? <laughs> yeah. you know? But doesn't that, okay, but I, I feel very conflicted about that because, look, I agree with you guys. It is a very useful mechanic. Mm. You go, oh, there's something up ahead. But it's also a game that is so reliant on surprise for so much of its difficulty that the existence of that mechanic that can undermines yeah. that. Yeah. So, but even so, sometimes you know something. You know something dangerous is coming, and you still get surprised. Yeah, by it. that's true. Yeah, and, that's and, true. and sometimes I know something dangerous is coming, and I was like, okay, I just I walk around it, or I mm. I take it slow, and it's not challenging at all, and it's silly, or it's like easy, and it doesn't. But is like you did just overcome that challenge by, by recognizing it and avo- avoiding it. Yeah, but then it doesn't feel satisfying. That does to me though. No, it's like fine. It's like having a friend go, "Hey, look out! There's something here." Oh, look out! There's a you'll look out! There's a trap here. Yeah. And also, then, if you if you like, ju- if I'm playing, it's like playing you know in the in the '90s playing yeah. on Zelda, and they're like, "Oh, I, the, the way you solve this puzzle is this." Hmm. And you're like, okay, well, I mean, I would have figured it out. Yeah. But now yeah. You, you've taken that from me. So you're okay. So it's, conf- so it's conflicting, yeah. right? How would you feel then if, uh, okay, imagine if those blood splats were not there at all, but the mm. developer literally put like dead bodies in places like that? Would you also feel like, oh, it's the surprise has been undercut? No, 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 no. Because then it's, it's interesting. It's a good question. Um, I think at that point it's about the hand of the creator. Yeah. There is an intent there, right? The, and the intent was for the developer you, the developer saying, "Look for these clues, mm. and you'll be rewarded." Mm. Um, whereas, but are they not saying that? But using that mechanic of the blood splats clues. as the tool? No, because imagine you are playing day one. Mm. You're ahead of the rest of the pack. You you are the blood splat. You are the blood splat. <laughs> <You are the laughs> <blood splat. laughs> it's, it's a completely different experience. You it's are the tool. You are the tool. It's, it's not rewarding. You. You're fodder. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's, so it's different, and it's mm. it's not um, it's it's the it, to me it's the it's the difference between the creator wanted this trap to to surprise some percentage of players, but mm. not all players, versus mm-hmm. the creator wanted observant players to be rewarded with yeah. success. Yeah, and it's different. It's like I'm gonna prank these guys, but not the rest. Or, mm. um, you know, it it just is. There's a different intent behind it. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. Like, there's lots of games where visual clues will lead the player yeah. to success or failure. Um, like, being being the first of, few yeah. out the gate, you definitely have that disadvantage of you don't have the the the, the knowledge of past of, of people yeah. dying before you <laughs> yeah. to, 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 like, guide the way kind of thing. But then, I mean, that is... At that point, it's like you're playing Kaizo Mario. Right? Have you ever played Ka- Kaizo Mario? No. No, I don't watch people play it. So Kaizo Mario is a ROM hack, Mario, mm. and it's uh, it's just meant to be punishing. Yeah, it's like lots of invisible blocks where you, if you, you a normally successful jump would get rebounded straight yep. down into a pit. I get you. Or enemies just falling from the sky mm. or whatever else. Like it's just designed to. Um, have you played like I want to be the guy? No, have but I, I, I haven't heard there's, of that game. There's lots of these, like, yeah. sort of very, I call them, like, pranky. Mm. Like, up. Huh? Up's a similar sort of game. Only Up? I haven't played that one. Ah, uh, that was a 
Well, you're it's, climbing, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, and it's just a series of you just keep scaling this thing. Yeah. Um, but if you fall, you likely fall to the bottom. Right. And start over again. Yeah. Um, it's, yeah, sort of similar in that you have to learn through failure. Mm. Um, and there is a type of player for whom that's, like, fun. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what I think Elden Ring without, or even, like, all, all the Souls games without mm. the community aspects, that's what that would be. Mm. Um, and I don't think that is, maybe that has mass appeal. I don't know. Not for me. Hmm. This isn't... It did seem to in general, though, right? Huh? It did seem to in general have mass appeal. Elden Ring? Yeah. Or, or Kaizo Mario? Oh, Elden, no, Elden sorry. Elden Ring, the, I think, does. I thought it's... you meant the, um, specifically the learning by punishment, S- relearning I, side of things. I think some for some players that's true, but I also think only for some amount of time. Yeah. Like, I don't know if you've played like old Mega Man games. Um, no, not Mega Man games, but I played um I played a lot of those early early console games. Yeah, where for the most part, like you ran out of lives and you just start over. Right? Started, yeah, and and enemies will respawn and all this like yeah. Uh, and Mega Man games are particularly bad because they'll have enemies that jump out of pits while you're mid jump, and there's yeah. like lots of little kind of prank game design mm. elements to those, and they're brutal and frustrating. Mm. And I love Mega Man, but those things are dumb. Mm. <laughs> And, like, I don't think those elements of Mega Man have aged well because they are reliant on failure for and, and learning from failure. Mm. But failure is a limited resource because mm. you only have a certain number of lives. And if you fail... Well, but these games were designed to be played over and over and over again because at the yes. time, you would only have, like, one game at a time. You would play yes. that one game for months. Yes. We are, but we are living but in a wasn't, very wasn't, yeah. wasn't a lot of that design also... Uh, Based around arcades, um, because you if you die a bunch yeah, of times, yeah, you probably. put in more money. Yes, yeah, I don't yeah, think probably. Mega Man was ever in arcades, but there are lots of games. Okay. But like it's still that. it's still bled into Same the console. Era. That's why yes. you have so many, you know, lives and yeah. and all yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Like that's that whole thing. This is also game design from like f- almost forty years yeah. ago, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, and th- <laughs> people have gotten better <laughs> at game design yeah. for the most part. Yeah. So I don't know. I just think. Uh, I get, I get it. Mm. To summarize, I get it. I get what you're talking about. <laughs> I get what you're talking about, yeah. Wiggy Wig. Uh, and I still think that people overlook a lot of significant flaws. Putting aside all of that stuff, yeah. putting aside all of those elements, there are just major technical issues <laughs> with Elden Ring. <laughs> okay. I, I feel like we should maybe not read the questions at the start of the episode. <laughs> I thought you were, were going to finish up that question, but no, that was another, okay. another chapter okay. in the okay. game. Look, 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 look. I, I mentioned the last thing, but the camera in that game is yeah. bad. Hey, hey, Paul, should we go get a coffee and just let, let uh, Nick rant for half an hour? Oh, all right, that's it's all I want to say. It's not a spin-off series. Why would you, look, look, why would you have enemies so giant and then have the camera so zoomed in I, and I hard agree. to control? The, the, you just hit him in the ankle. Yeah, just hit him in the ankle. Can, it's so dumb. Can the thing is, it's so dumb. Ankle. It's gotten better since uh, Demon Souls. It's so, that's so bad. <laughs> like, like, look. Yeah, all right. Uh, that's all I'll say about that one. Why don't we, um, <laughs> why don't we read the next question? It's an also, <laughs> it's also <laughs> Elden Ring. This is, I know side seven. This is regarding Elden Ring. Yeah. <laughs> 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 um, just because some people are saints and they can put up with bad game, bad design, it doesn't mean that some aspects of a game are, are okay. If I was playing Elden Ring and I opened a chest that teleported me elsewhere without a way for me to get back, I would be pissed because I'm the type of player who likes to fully explore each area and click every single pot or interact with every single object before progressing. If the game forced me away from an area, that would make me think of all the things that I potentially missed there. Um, fair. I would not say that... Like, you can, you can always return. Mm. I don't think... Elden Ring locks you out of any areas. No, but it is difficult to return. Actually, I take that back. (laughs) (laughs) The city of Landell, I think is what it's called, like the capital. Mm. If you progress too far, that whole area changes, and any items there are lost. Oh, wow. Mm. So, I take it back. I've always disliked that in every game I've ever played, though. Oh, but I thought Elden Ring's a perfect game. I've, did, I, did I ever say that? I don't think I ever said that. I'm pretty sure I never said it was a perfect game. <laughs> All right, fair. I don't think there are perfect games. Dredge. 
Dredge is a, Dredge is a perfect game. I think. I think. <laughs> oh, Zelda. Is Zelda is pretty darn close. I don't think it's perfect, but I think it's pretty darn close. It is. It is very, very close. Um. Yeah. There are there are multiple Zeldas that I would say are, are pretty darn close to perfect games. Like Ocarina of Time is mm. pretty darn close to perfect. There are. I mean, also like there's some shoot Portal. The original Portal. Mm. Uh, that might be a, a perfect one. game. Yeah. Yeah. So there are there are some out there. Tetris. That, Tetris, Tetris is actually a, is probably a perfect game. That's a very very close to perfect game. Yeah. There are there are things I would probably change about Tetris. Uh, different shapes. <laughs> Only <laughs> line pieces. Well, personally, <laughs> I, just, I prefer it was just like just the squares. Yeah, I just Tetris, want lines. but it's just t- just the squares. So yeah. I just want the lines. The lines. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, um, but it's a good question, actually. What's what would you like? What's the most perfect game for you? Ooh. Um, man, that is tough because like. It's easy to say, okay, what's your favorite game? But like, that's not my yeah. favorite game. Is definitely yeah. not the most perfect game. Here's the thing: I now realize I shouldn't have asked you, because you you almost exclusively play early access games, <laughs> and none of them are perfect. None of them are going to be perfect because they're still being worked on. They're all buggy messes. A perfect, <laughs> perfect idea for a <laughs> that was not followed through on though. Yeah, uh, yeah, dude. I don't know. That's a tough, really tough question. Mm. Yeah. It's probably too tough. It's, like it's yeah. I'm just gonna be staring blankly for five minutes trying to think of like, and what does it mean to, you know, to be well, perfect? So what does that actually? I mean? took it as being something that was executed to be exactly what it intended to be. That's mm, that's the wrong phrasing. No, that it, <laughs> no, Paul, you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Nick, you tell us what well, is. Okay, okay. <laughs> I think I think it is. Oh, you it know is what? A, uh, Elden Ring, actually. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it is it is a game that um in its experience fulfills uh exactly the brief and uh is is technically like tight not mm. like ideally bug free but that's realistically mm. the, the bugs are going to mm. be very difficult to find I, uh that's what i intended to say but yeah. said it poorly i think no i think you're, you're pretty in that case mm. you're, you're pretty much on the money like it doesn't it the pacing should be really good really tight mm. um it should keep you occupied um, it should be something that leaves a lasting impression as well. I think. Yeah. How do you feel about like? How do you feel like something like The Witness? Do you remember that game? I never played The Witness. That I was that's a puzzle Witness. game. Yeah, right? it was like all these puzzles, and they were executed really well, and they were all integrated into the into the level, uh, into this like world. And like the more you actually kind of at first you think they're all. Uh, presented to you as like almost like um stations to do these puzzles at but as you progress into the world and uh the puzzles kind of teach you to see puzzles yeah you know in the world mm-hmm. and you realize there's more and more mm. in it and it suddenly just you just suddenly just realize oh my god there's like puzzles in the sky if i stand in a certain direction mm. because you've you've That's been cool. the game has sort of trained you to 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 see the world through puzzles. That's cool. Yeah, I really should play that game. I've heard it's a good game. game. There's a second one that came out, right? Witness Two. I was swear, it? quite recently. No. In the last year. Why is I didn't know about that. No, that would well, have been huge news. I'm sure. Paul, Paul's googling. Yeah, I, I'm gonna be one of the oh, googlers this one. You know what? Uh, did I talk about that? I I bought God of War. Um, no, you didn't talk about it on the podcast. Yeah, I bought God of War. Yeah. I beat God of War. Perfect game? No. <laughs> it's a good game. Yeah, it is a good um, game. The the loot in that game is weird. The whole itemization. I don't fully remember it. But the whole, the whole itemization system of that game is, is weird. Yeah. It is... Uh, there's a lot of, like... You get an item that is... Uh, oh. Nah, I was thinking of um something else. Half-Life. Okay. Yeah, Half Life Three Half-Life came 3 out. Came out. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Famous. Just really slipped on the radar. <laughs> yeah, no one was. Yeah. No one really cat was yeah. asking for it. Yeah. So. Everyone was too busy talking about that um, Elden Ring DLC. That's. that's um, I was thinking of Taylor's Principle. Oh yeah. Oh yes. right. Yeah, yeah. Similar style yeah. game, I think. Yeah, yeah. Um, Stanley Stanley Parable. I would say that's a yeah. nearly perfect game. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. 
Those games, they're all. I feel like this is an indie game thing. Yeah, I think it's because they they have a pretty narrow conceit, mm. and then they push that narrow conceit only to the point where it is about to stop being interesting. Yeah, mm. um, and then they end the game. Yeah, um, and oftentimes uh, I mentioned Dredge, and I still that's a brilliant little game, and it's not even that long. It's like I think I had like ten to fifteen hours of gameplay. Yeah. Um. But it just did exactly what it set out to do, and mm. was... I've heard uh, Dave the Diver just. Oh I'm, yeah, I've seen that pop up. Yeah, um, and I, the only reason I bring it up is because these two games feel very fishing themed. Yeah, isn't, isn't there <laughs> a crossover? Very right. Huh? Isn't there a crossover? I swear, I Dredge. Don't know. I swear, Dredge has had a like. The, oh man, here's here we are guessing again at <laughs> something <laughs> that we vaguely heard. Yeah, but yeah. I, I swear there was like a Dredge Dave the Diver crossover. DLC or something for Dredge. I swear there was. Oh, well. I, I, I know Dredge did a DLC hey, that uh, I listen, haven't Can you played. fact check us real yeah. quick? <laughs> Let us know. Uh, we, we should go back to ranting about Elden Ring because at least we yeah, had like... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah at least we had like an idea. Through through like yeah. um, oh, boy. So anyway, hey Nick, what yeah. have you been playing? God of War 3. <laughs> no, not God of War 3. God of War. You know what? Let's get back the on this God old, of War. This old, this old chestnut of mine. <laughs> the fact that they called this yeah. game God of War when there was already a God of War. Did they call the next one? No, they just called it Ragnarok. They called it God they of didn't... War Ragnarok. Yeah, they which didn't call they it. They could have called this like God of War North. They could have called this God of War God of North. Um, Asgard. They could have called it lots of different mm. things. Um, and I think it would have been just as good a game and it would have been less confusing to talk about. It wouldn't have undermined the existence of another very good game called God of War. By I, the same device. I think it's it only gets confusing as time it gets more confusing as time passes. Well, here's the thing. So there's this good game. Yeah. It's called God of War. Yeah. It came out in the two thousands. Yeah. And um uh if they were to re release that yeah. in, like an H D Yeah, you know, which the, the industry's so fond of yep. of just redoing the same game over and over and over again. Mm. Um now they can't. Because what do you call it? God of War Remaster. Oh, okay. Which one? <laughs> you could put in brackets, you know the one. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. I literally, you, yeah, you oh. know. Because some games have been remastered yeah. within the is... same generation. Yes, yeah. that's true. <laughs> um, I mean, this is still like, I mean, I'm agreeing with you. I'm 100% agreeing with you. <laughs> But it's, <laughs> it's just a thing of, like, as time goes on yeah. and those games, like, the new God of War, which is just called God of War, yeah. is no longer the default God of War that people right. would be talking about. Yeah. Because they could be talking about the older God of War Ragnarok. because now they're both old God, gods yeah. of War. Yeah. yeah. So at yes. the time, everyone's like, no one's going to, I don't know, maybe it they thought so everyone silly. will just be have the new thing on their mind. But when the new thing is no longer the new thing and is now part, like, on equal th- footing as the old God of War... The most egregious example of this, I think, in, in recent history is Prey. Oh, oh yeah, that's, oh, right. that's yeah, that's a whole other thing, though, right? Like <laughs> yeah, that's a very, oh. very different thing. And that was um, a publisher, meta, yeah. and I don't think that was the case for God of War. But um, anyway, God of War, yeah, um, solid game, yeah, fun, um, weirdly grindy at times. Mm. At least if you wanted to gear up. What difficulty did you play it on? The default. Okay. Um, I I ended up tur- I think I turned it way way down over time. I, I was just getting frustrated with some <laughs> parts of it. Um, it is a game that you have to take the time to learn the flow of combat. Mm. It's what it, what it starts off kind of feeling like is you can kind of get away with just good hack and slash. Combos. Yeah, yeah. But if you want to beat, for example, the optional Valkyrie bosses, mm. it becomes more like Elden Ring. In that you have mm. to step back, watch attack patterns. Yeah. Mm. Here's the thing. It's way more satisfying, in my opinion, to parry a blow in God of War than it is in Elden Ring. Oh, I've never been able to parry anything in, in those FromSoft games. Yeah. I don't even try. <laughs> it's because they don't they don't have good signaling. No. The hitboxes are all no. over the place. Yeah, that's right. I'm dog I'm trashing Elden Ring again. Yeah. Get over it. This is what that episode <laughs> is. <laughs> um God of War does lots, lots of signaling. Mm. And, and on top of that, when you parry a blow, they like slow down time. So you have like mm. a cool moment. You get to get in there and do some stuff. That is like one of the most satisfying feelings in games. When when you get the 
you did the right thing. We're going to give you slow-mo. Yeah. In action games, yep. that just always feels amazing. The, oh, I suppose it could be overdone, though, if it was too much. It but. can be. I, I don't know that God of War does it, overdoes it. What I will say is they have this horrible habit of having timed mechanics that don't slow down when the rest of the thing slows down. Uh, right. So uh, it can sometimes feel like a punishment to yeah. go perfect parry or whatever. It's like, oh, cool. Oh, actually, I'm going to die because I'm choking on mist. <laughs> oh, and man. I, I can't do anything about yeah. it because it's so um, slow. I did play the first God of War. The original? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> See, this is this is the problem, people. This is the problem. I played... 2018 version? God of War. 2018? God, God of War. Oh, 20-something. <laughs> nah, um, yeah, it was a 2018 one. The, the icy one. The one in snow. Yep. Yeah. Well, Dude and his son, right? Yes, yes. Yep. Um, I enjoyed it. I didn't finish it, as is classic of me. <gasps> but um, I beat a bunch of the Valkyries... Okay. Not all of them. You you could have finished it then. Oh yeah, yeah. Like, uh, the, I got to the bit where I was heading up to the final boss because I googled it to see if that's where the game ended. Yeah, and chose not to. Yeah. Oh my god, it's, it's a fun boss. It sounds like you yeah. were very epic. feet away from the end of the game. Yeah, it was. Um, now I was playing this game and I hadn't realized it because, but you know, I didn't. I tried not to read it. I when I want to play something, I try not to read about it because mm. uh, I don't want it to color my experience. Yeah. Mm. Um, and I was playing through it. And the thing that struck me quite early on was, oh, they've done this very clever, intentional thing where it's meant to feel like all one shot. Mm. Like, the camera is always floating behind the character. Hmm. And then, like, when there's cutscenes, the camera doesn't cut away. It mm. it just moves. It drifts. It mm. follows the different characters around. You go into building, the, the camera just follows you through. You go mm. through what where there would normally be a load screen, mm. the camera just follows you through. And they do lots of little things to... Make sure that there's plenty of time to load assets. We're like, okay, now I have to lift up a big boulder. Mm. It takes five or ten seconds yep. or whatever. Um, and it is impressive. It is a thing that mm. you notice in a good way. Um, and uh, I think other games have done this kind of unintentionally. Like almost any open world game without load screens or with a few load screens will feel like yeah. this. Yeah. But... They because they make the camera feel so dynamic when you don't have control over your character, you actually do notice it. Hmm. Um, and it was a very when well, then I read about it, and yeah, it was a really intentional hmm. decision. <laughs> I had to put a ton of work into making it. Oh, work. wow! Yeah, <laughs> um, so good job, guys. Hmm. Um, I know you've been waiting uh six years for this kudos, so big ups. Great, okay. Uh, you guys been playing anything? <laughs> uh, I've been playing, I'm gonna forget the name again. Deep Rock Galactic Survivor? Right. Yes. It's got a real mouthful of a name. Yeah. I, every time I go to talk about it, I struggle with which of those words goes in the right order. It's also a name that if you don't know what Deep Rock Galactic is, yeah, then Deep Rock Galactic Survivor makes even less sense. Yeah. This is f just four words. But even if and you... You could <laughs> shuffle around and yeah. it would still Deep, be fine. Deep you... Galactic Rock Survivor? <laughs> yeah. Also sounds like a game. Yeah. <laughs> but if you know what... <laughs> My brain just if, can't handle it. If you know it. what um, Deep Rock Galactic is, it, it still... It still is confusing. Because, like, you told, <laughs> you, you told me you were playing that, and I thought, oh, it's some sort of other mode of Deep Rock Galactic. <laughs> but it's not. No, it's a different game. It's a different it's game. The, it's their survivor game, which is based off, yeah. like, vampire, vampire survivors. Survivor. Yeah. And that's the other thing. The fact that it's, it's called Survivor, but it's not a survival game. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> now they've got a two different competing genres. <laughs> survival, where you go around collecting resources and crafting. Mm. And survivor. Maybe that's why they made it a different game. Yeah. Um, you should make a game called Survival Survivor. Yeah. Or vice versa, where you have to build and craft things and defend against hordes of monsters. Mm. Yeah. Constantly. Um, so what, is the, what, what do you reckon? What's the, how's the uh, game? It, it's very fun. It immediately gave me that sort of constant dopamine feeling you get from those sorts of games where yeah. it's very arcadey, hordes of monsters, but um, more interesting time management, I think, than some of the other Survivors kinds of games I've played. Yeah, I've tried a couple of the other ones, but um, none of them really stuck. I played a lot of Vampire Survivors, and there wasn't really time management as a thing. Yeah, so this one, um, you be, you've got a mine as well. You, yeah. 
because there's two main resources you can mine for your progression through this run. And then there's some other nodes you can mine that uh, upgrade your overall sort of meta progress for subsequent runs. Sure. Is it it Nitra and Gold? Yes. Yes, it is. (laughs) Uh, That's for the one for the current run. Yeah, okay. Um, And... Nitra is used more for upgrading your weapon. Yep. And the gold will give you um, just buffs to stats that apply sort of across the board Mm. for this run. Like it might be like 15% extra damage to this type. So what's the, what's the like meta? Is it, is it bismuth or bismuth? I don't even remember to be honest. Okay. Um, I, if you can't tell, I've been playing a little bit of Deep Black, <laughs> the original. Um, um, but it's, it's fun, and the time management thing is very interesting. You feel like you really want to spend all your time just killing the monsters and getting XP so you can level up, so you can level up your weapons and yeah. these other stats. Um, but then you also really want to be mining those resources. And you can make dumb decisions like I'm going to go mine these resources in the middle of this pack as a swarm starts or something and corner yourself. Yeah. Have to start over. Yeah. Um, it's still an early access, I think. Yeah, Blake, you'd love it. So <laughs> great. one <laughs> oh, is downside that I'm noticing already is like every run so far has had the same end boss. Okay. Which mm. has the exact same moves. And yeah. I imagine that's going to get You'd hope. Fairly tired. Uh, yeah, oh, I, I mean... You'd hope they'd, they'd, they'd make some new ones. Yeah, I think they will. Because, I mean, it only just came out, and How does I've seen a lot Vampire of Vampire Survivor work? Does it have uh, the same, like, boss? Uh, it, and, any given level will have the same boss. Yeah. Well, it'll have... It has, like, super powerful enemies at specific time benchmarks. Right. Yeah. Like, at two minutes, and then four minutes, and then six minutes, and then, mm. like, in the last, like, ten minutes, it'll be, like, one per minute. Mm. Um, and usually, you have to beat final boss mm. in order to like win mm. except then you usually die because uh, death comes oh yes yes right 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 reaper and yeah there's later things where you have to try kill the reaper and stuff yeah yeah um and that's a game where they do lots of little secret things mm-hmm. lots of little secret unlockables and it doesn't feel obnoxious oh. <laughs> it, mm. just, it just feels like oh i i i didn't know that was a thing that's cool um that's okay? Yeah. Okay. It is okay. Right. Because uh, I always have a chance to get it. It doesn't lock me out. And it's not most of the game. I see. Yeah. Okay. Um, it's, what I will say about... Uh, now, I, I've only really played... Actually, I've played Vampire Survivors. And I've also played some mobile kind of rip-offs. Yep. Um, and the mobile rip- rip-offs are not very good. They're always sort of designed to have this long progression tale that will force you to monetize at some yep. point. Um, whereas Vampire Survivors, really fun. The biggest problem is you can solve it very quickly. You can figure out specific weapon combos that are very strong. Mm. Um, and once you learn those combos, regardless of level or what shows up almost, like you can you can pretty much have an easy run. Yep. Um how is Deep Rock Galactic Survivors? No. I have not yet gotten to the point where I can just start a run and know that I will complete it. Yeah. There's a lot of different weapons, and you're forced to invest quite heavily in whichever weapons you choose. Okay. Um, Do they um, have, like, the merger mechanic? Where you like? No, not that I've seen so far. Interesting. Um, you're just constantly trying to scale up the weapons you have. They do have... Um, three points in leveling the weapons up where you get to choose a perk Interesting. for that weapon. Like um, yeah, so, so for one, like one of the weapons is turrets that you can drop when you stand still. Yeah. And one of the perks is uh, that it can mine. Ah. So it'll mine things around you. That's cool. Another one is that the turrets follow you instead of being stuck on the ground. Cool. Um, or that they deal plasma whip, uh, damage instead of yep. kinetic um, plasma is fun because it just bounces. Mm-hmm. I think it bounces three times or something. So you can, I felt like a lot of the runs I've done, uh, different. Mm-hmm. I just, I don't know how well that will scale. I've probably played 
maybe 10 hours of it so far, mm -hmm. just on and off over the last week or so. So in, in Vampire Survivors, most of the enemies are just like health sponges. Yeah. Like you just kind of, it's all about kind of dealing the most damage to the most enemies the fastest. Mm -hmm. And you, you can dodge attacks and that's kind of the whole gameplay outside yep. of like choosing weapons and upgrades. Um, and I've played a little bit of uh, Deep Rock Galactic and one of the sort of features of that is enemies are quite varied in their behaviors and weak points. Yeah. Um, does this, how does Deep Rock Galactic survivors, do they, does it marry these I, two I haven't seen much in the way of varied enemies. Mm. Uh, it's, it's all very health spongy swarms. Okay, that's a shame. The swarms just scale and scale, and it yeah. feels very... Like, Vampire Survivors, you'd always get to this point where you would just be obliterating yes. ways of things. Yes. For the most part, where I've got to in Deep Rock Galactic, with where my progression is now, yeah. I can't get to that point. Mm. Um, if I'm If I can kill things reliably, it's very close to me. Right. So all the runs feel very tense. Yeah. And there's been ones that have been going great, and then I just die because I bumped into the wrong thing. Right. Because I was you're riding that line of being able to deal a lot of damage, but too close to you. Yep. 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 And then you you, you move too quickly in one yeah. direction or something. Yep. Yes. Cool. I I'm tempted to pick up this game. Do you, would you recommend it? Yeah. It's also very cheap. So like, it's uh, like I think bucks, it's something like that. I think it was like nine New Zealand. Oh, not when I saw it. <laughs> Oh really? It was. I think it was about thirteen. There have okay. been sales recently. Yeah, that's true. This was already on discount. I think it was oh. meant to be fifteen. There, they had like a little hmm. little discount on it. Maybe um, I got, maybe I got it early enough that mm. it was still cheap or something. Well, I might still get it because even even at like fifteen bucks, it's what is that like? I mean, Paul's gotten ten hours out of it already, and it's not banana. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's US in this nine dollars. Yeah. Yeah, US ten dollars. So I saw the nine dollars in. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, New Zealand dollars more. So forty-five. dollars mm. New Zealand. That's a worse currency conversion than you would hope. Yeah. <laughs> Look, I'm pessimistic. Like, I'm, I'm not bullish on the New Zealand economy. <laughs> um, you know, hope for the bull run. <laughs> what is that? Oh, some crypto thing. Okay. <laughs> what are you talking about? They're like, Look, it's coming any day now. Okay. <laughs> on this podcast, we are normally out of our depth. We are way out of our depth. <laughs> <laughs> um, so let's move on. Hey, Blake, what have you been playing? Uh, me. Uh, me. Um, I, uh, I've been playing a few things, but recently I got back into uh, X4. Yep. Um, and I'm having a way, way, way more enjoyable time. Um, and you were already having a good And I time. was already having an enjoyable time. Yeah. But um, partly, part of it is I know the things I didn't know, you know, UI-wise, basically. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> like, I know, how to, I know how to navigate the game. You know how to get inside a ship? <laughs> yeah. You know how to get out of a ship? I know where things are in the menu. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know which thing to select when you're trying to start the game to begin with. Yes. <laughs> you, know, you know there are vendors. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um. And I uh, I started a um, as one of the uh, uh, like Terran starts. Yeah, um, those are people from Earth, like directly yeah. recently from Earth. Which is yeah, which is I I didn't realize how much of a sort of like cool impact that would have on me. Where it's yeah. like you start off in the solar system. Yeah, and it's like they're talking about you know all the planets and asteroid belt that you know, and yeah. and it just felt like oh this is like home. Yeah. It was there, like, it was like a cool feeling. There was a mission um, when I played X Four. Uh, there was a mission to go to this specific thing. And mm. I didn't realize it at the time, but it took me to Earth. Oh, really? And so I was uh, the the mission was to fly to this thing. Yeah, and I'm following the quest markers and I'm trying to find yeah. all these little portals. And I'm like, hang on, this looks like this looks a little bit like Jupiter. That's cool. oh wow. And then I'm like, okay, this definitely looks like Saturn. Wow, oh, interesting. <laughs> and then I'm like. This is Mars. Yeah. <laughs> and then it's like, oh, I'm at, I'm at the moon. Yeah. This is the moon and I can see Earth. This is cool. It is really and, cool. Um, but yeah, so you, you, you a little, didn't... little tingly feeling. Yeah. It's weird. Like I never thought, I never expected that planet, yeah. but I was just like, oh, wow. And what's cool with the, it's... um, what, what, what's that? Oh, I was just going to say, it's, it's a bit of the same feeling if you've ever been to like 
any of the places in a Grand Theft Auto game. Oh, And then okay. you go to the place, like, <laughs> that place in Grand Theft Auto that you've been to in real life. And you're yeah. like, oh, they did a really good job recreating it. Oh, and you get kind of that, the, the pins and needles. Yeah. Um, well, he did a really great job of recreating the Earth. It just <laughs> it looked yeah. big, big blue sphere, big, blue, big, yeah. big flat disc. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, the wall of ice all around. Yeah, the yeah, yeah, it was really good. Um, yeah, but um, yeah. So one thing is that uh, there's an actual like much more of a storyline with mm. that like starting faction than there was with my original one. My original one, uh, like. Basically, there was none. It was just like, here you go. Here's the galaxy. Figure it out. Yeah. And that was it. In this, it's like you are basically started off in the middle of a mission. Mm. Where, and you have like a wingman with you and stuff. And there's like chatter back and forth between people. It's like a real actual like storyline in a game. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Cool. And you go through this thing and, you know. Was it Terran like, Cadet or something? Yeah. Yeah. Start? yeah, yeah that's the one Cadet. I started with. Oh, yeah. I, oh, I on the like third time of trying right. to start the game. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm tempted to to do a, a playthrough where you start with um, the the Boron faction because that's the most recent one. Mm. And I remember when we had Josiah on the podcast to talk about X Four. The thing he said was the more recent the expansion, the better yeah. the start. Yeah, <laughs> they put a, they know how to well, make the game now. This this time I did go through the Boron Gate yeah. and experienced uh, some of their storyline. Yeah, I would say it is actually more interesting and better just from mm. just from interacting with them not even mm. just starting with them um there's just more going on there yeah. uh it's it 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 felt like a real uh it felt like a real expedition and and like a real discovery because like this right. gate opens up that has been disconnected for like a hundred years or something yeah and nobody knows what's on the other side and you go in with this like expedition fleet yes and there's a commander there that's like you know giving you orders and stuff like that and you really feel like you're going into the unknown you're like you actually don't you yeah you mm. really don't know what's out there um it's a really really cool vibe yeah um, I, I enjoyed that yeah but um yeah and and uh another thing with starting with the terrans was um earth and the moon is locked off mm -hmm, like you mm -hmm. cannot enter them until you uh gain enough rep basically yeah. mm. but i like that yeah it 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 makes you feel like oh I've it, it's like a weird goal just to be like I just want to see her <laughs> yeah. like I don't I don't care yeah. about like the resources or whatever shipyards are over there yeah. I just want to go see Earth yeah. so you like it makes you want to like proceed through the missions That's and cool. and to get that reward of going to see Earth and I did and I went there and um, flew around for a bit and I was like oh man look at that there's there's Earth there and stuff and I found like this like derelict ruin thing. Mm -hmm. um, and I read up on it and it, it, there's like lore and history behind it. And it, it gave me a little more insight. It's, it's into a big broken ring. Yeah. 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 So this is when you, when, you, when you start from whatever I started, yeah. you do eventually make a mission. You're, you got on a mission to go there. Oh, the yeah. thing is when you go there, it's a stealth mission. Oh, and uh, it's about avoiding all yeah. the Terrans. And it's a very highly oh. guarded location. Yeah. It's all quarantined. Wow. And um, you're in like a custom ship that's meant to look like uh, it's, it's a Xenon ship, like a customized Xenon ship. Or maybe, oh. maybe, maybe something else. But yeah. it's it's masking its identity. So you have to right. stay out of scanners. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's um, it's really fun. Yeah. And then did you see so did you go inside the ruin? No, I didn't know you could go inside. I just flew around it and I started scanning it to see if there was anything. And then I was just like, oh, there doesn't seem to be anything there. But it was quite big, so I didn't it's, explore all of it. That was... If, uh, if you can go inside, I'm like, oh. The, that was an, a really annoying mission, to be perfectly honest. You go inside and it feels a bit like the trench run from Star Wars. Oh, okay. Which um, sounds cool. Yeah. Except that... Uh, <laughs> The dog fighting inside of a trench full uh, of turrets is yeah. not, not great. Uh, that's uh, uh, okay. And you, at least when I did it, I, you had to go in this specific ship. Mm. does not have a lot of health. Oh, no. And you blow up really easy. Oh, that... Yeah. And, and that's a game where, I, if I recall correctly, they don't do a lot of checkpoint saving. No, they really don't. So. You, you basically have to set your um, autosave timer yeah. to be like, save every 10 minutes or every yeah. like, whenever. I didn't have that. And uh, I had to do the whole evasion oh, run again. pain. It was awful. Yeah. Um, it just reminds me of that puzzle section that I got to, which was inside puzzles. something. Yeah. It was just, uh, I don't remember the name of the mission, but you had to go on this thing 
make your way in, opening all these doors and stuff. You have to keep getting out of your ship. Going this is, we're all talking about the same okay, thing. Okay, so this is the same <laughs> thing. Is it the same <laughs> thing? Oh, there, wow. There was that puzzle bit near yes. the end. You could brick that. Uh, and you had to go back to get it to reset. Really? You would have to reload. I, I got stuck. Uh-huh. I think I looked know up how about. to reset it. Uh-huh. And I don't think everyone was just like, you've just got to reload the last save. That's awful. Um, <laughs> yeah, it is It is a really annoying mission. Everything up to that point is awesome. Oh, like, wow. Evading all of the stealth things. Oh. And like, it's a real cool mm. vibe. Hmm. And then you get inside of there. And it's like, this this is some some someone built this thing and they had a great vision for it, and they forgot how the actual game plays. Yeah, and how <laughs> how much of a struggle it would be to actually do any of these things mm. as a player, and they just they forged ahead anyway. Mm. It it did did have some cool ideas. Yes, it just just not the best execution. Nah, all that having to get out of the ship and go around just the to open a door. Clouds. Yeah. Ugh. That got tired. Getting out of your ship, I do find to be often a little bit annoying. Yeah, that mission makes you do it a lot. Yeah, and then there are lots. Of, there, there are times when it's kind of like I, I get it. I'll do yeah. it when you find like a secret station or whatever, yeah. and you have to yeah, like, open up the locks. Right. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you're doing it infrequently, mm. and you those have like big juicy rewards as mm. long as you yes. open the right things and stuff yes. and collect the things. What about yes. what about repairing those satellites where you just pop out for like? 10 seconds and then Ugh. pop back in. <laughs> and if you if you don't park close enough, you gotta like... Oh, yeah. <laughs> fly for like fly five minutes just because like, you oh, overshot man. by 10 seconds. Yeah, and then you're like, oh, the time this? it takes me to get back to my ship, I would yeah. have already gotten there. So it's like, oh, do I just go back or do I just... You know what's really <laughs> bad is if you have the wrong settings and um, you've got a co-pilot and they just leave. Oh, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my like, God. Oh, yeah, that I, was tough. I had I had a problem where um so you have that wing that wingman mm. in uh, that uh I was doing a mission where you know one of those um blow up the mines missions one of those just random side whatever missions yeah, yeah. I was doing one of those and uh, the wingman just started shooting the ship that was trapped <laughs> <laughs> and I was just sitting there going what the hell and it's like. I, I was desperately trying to like figure out how to yeah. command him to yeah. stop, uh-huh. and then he just blew up the ship. Okay, well, <laughs> I was like, "What?" It's, uh, I guess that's a mission failed. Yeah. So huh, then, guys? so then, like, I reloaded, and then, like, every time I did one of those missions, I would have to go to the map, click on him, tell him to dock and wait at a, yeah. at a station. Yeah. Because I can't trust him. Yep. Yeah. You do hit a point in that game where most of the gameplay does take place on the map. Yeah, I'm. I'm getting into that point now. Like the last few times I've played. Uh, so, he, he, okay, here's the thing. I play with a controller. Okay. I play and I've, I've mapped a lot oh, of yes. buttons and yes. it's like. I, I think I played with a controller and keyboard. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah I play with a controller and keyboard as well. But I've mapped a load of buttons as well to make make it so that I, I only ever need to use the keyboard when I'm in the map. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, I parked up at a station. I put my controller down. Using the the mouse and keyboard to do map stuff, da, yep. da, 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 da. and I have a wireless controller. And after I don't know half an hour or something, uh-huh. it like disconnects. Uh-huh. And I was probably doing that for like I don't know an hour or something. Uh-huh. And like I do it all the time, uh-huh. where like I will just be in the map, and then I'll go back to my ship, and I realize I've been in the map so long that my controller has thought I've not playing, <laughs> not playing anymore, and right. it's just like completely shut down. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, look, we are we are out of time. Um, I'm keen to hear more about X4. Uh, it's great. Next episode. Yeah, yeah. Um, maybe I'll, I'll play again. No, but I, I want to play Vampire. No. Deep Rock Galactic. Yeah. Survivors. Survival. It's vampire Rock. Survivor. Survivors. The TV show. Jeff Probst's Deep Rock Galactic yeah. Survivors. Yeah. Great. Well, we'll be back uh, in a couple weeks. Uh, you can email frenziequestions.gmail.com in the meantime. Is your questions? Mm-hmm. Maybe we'll read them out at the front. Maybe that's, not. That's <laughs> yeah. we'll, I, we'll, I don't know. We'll I think it worked out well. I think it worked out well. <laughs> send hey. send in more Alden Ring. <laughs> sure, if you want to hear me get progressively angrier over the next. <laughs> that's, that's definitely been the theme. I think. Yeah, there's a look in your face too when you start talking about it that you are just you're over it and also just still frustrated by it that uh, you keep talking about and it. And the frothing just, at the mouth? Is, yeah. Look, that's my tennis. And that is, we'll, we'll go with that. No, that's, that's rabies. Yeah, that's rabies. Mm, yeah. Tennis is, is lockjaw. <laughs>
I wish I had got tetanus. both, which is weird. Well, I wish I had tetanus and someone emailed me about Ellen. All right. I will be back in a couple of weeks. Love you. Bye. Bye. The thing I remember about Vampire Survivors is you can kind of hit a critical point where it's like, oh, I can get tons and tons of coins or whatever it is that I need. Yeah. Very, especially you figure out one or two workable strategies and they work for every level. Well, we can talk about this in the podcast. Why are we mm. talking about this now? Shut up, Paul. No. Pants. Let's talk about pants. Okay. Go on. You don't like your shorts, man, I can tell. <laughs> We're wearing shorts, Yeah. <laughs> Anti pants, yeah. Jeans. I mean, I'm a jeans guy. Ever since I worked, started working from home, oh, I haven't yeah. put on a pair of jeans. Basically, <laughs> that is something. If I work at an office job again, I might, <laughs> I might need to go jeans shopping. Is that is that uh, a is that a heavy con for you? <laughs> the thing is, you can get away with wearing shorts like 70, 80 percent of the year. Mm. And shorts are even more comfy than pants. Like than like track. We work in games. Uh, we work in the games industry. We're not putting on. These are, look at them. They're made of like almost nothing. This is just like some soft microplastics. <laughs> okay, now for my nether regions. <laughs>